Hey people, I'm Trevor Atkinson and I'm here with my lovely wife Cassidy Ray Atkinson. What up? And this is the podcast, Tell Me You've Seen This, where I make my wife watch super cool movies normally, but in this case, we both haven't seen it. <laughs> what? So crazy. Sweetheart, why haven't we seen The Fly? I don't know, but let's remedy it. Seen it, she hasn't seen it, she's gotta see it, doesn't she know that everyone's seen it, still she hasn't seen it, I don't understand it, I'm losing my mind. Alright, we are back, and uh, yeah, this is a little different, mm-hmm. both of us have no idea what this movie, well, we have a sort of an idea, <laughs> I've seen like memes and, you know, pictures online. It's got... The best actor of all time, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. God bless him. Tall Jeff man. Goldblum. He's so tall. Very tall. So handsome. Very handsome, yes. Mm-hmm. You very, own very, several um, shirts with his face. Very wonderfully eclectic person. We have a picture like. of him right behind me. Yep, I'm staring at a picture of him <laughs> from a frame that was drawn by a man from Jurassic Park. That's right. Which no, is cool. Well, it wasn't drawn by a man from Jurassic Park. Right, 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 right. Well, it was so drawn a man, by... A man paused a moment of Jurassic Park and on drew a television it. and then drew it. But the artist himself was not actually from Jurassic Park. No, he was not. He was just a man. <laughs> He's just a man. <laughs> He's just like the dude. He's just a man. <laughs> He's uh, just out there trying his best. Local legend says uh, that I was born during a viewing of The Fly. Oh. I know. Mm-hmm. At least that's what my mom says. I think. Wow, and you never watched it? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because maybe I love Jeff Goldblum. Maybe you'll like connect to the film in some strange uh, way. Yeah, do you think like I'll watch maybe it and it'll will... awaken something yes, in me? Yes, like... it'll fulfill a prophecy. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, like another moon appears in the sky. Yeah. And... <laughs> 2020, the... what if I fix 2020? What if all of this has yeah. happened? Cause On I the haven't... 30th of August, 2020, Cassidy Ray will finally watch The Fly. <laughs> And everything will be okay. Oh my god. <laughs> what if that's been it the whole time? This is what you've been waiting for, oh, people. Oh, sorry we're guys. Gonna, we're going to fix it all. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> well, I, I hope that's the truth because I've had about enough 2020. Mm. Do you know anything about the fly? I know that he is the fly. Do, do you know? Go go further because I think I know probably a little well, more than you. he turns into a fly. I yeah, mean. okay. I thought you just meant like he was a superhero, the fly. I'm like, no, it's no, it was no, bad. no. He's like, a, is he a doctor? He does I, something. I like, don't know. I he, think he's a scientist. scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he splices DNA. I don't really know how he gets to this point, but like somehow he accidentally splices fly DNA with, with himself. himself, and then he becomes a fly. Which is why you don't mess with fly DNA, folks. <laughs> you do not mess with fly. That DNA. That is rule one hundred and one. You do not <laughs> mess with fly don't DNA. Don't touch it. Just let it be. Let them have all their googly eyes. And just... <laughs> Just chill, just chill. Fly Sci- DNA, incredibly dangerous. That's why I'm not a scientist. Yeah, because of fly be DNA? No, just anything I'd be messing with, I'd be like, let's try this. Maybe. Just explode. That's I mean, exactly why you're not a scientist. I know. Actually, no, maybe you would be a good scientist. Isn't the whole idea to like... Take risks? Yeah. They did that with the first atom bomb. They had yeah. no idea what was going to happen. The Manhattan Project, they were just like, oh, it should be fine. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. We're not the right people for scientific work. I'd have probably been there like, let's see what happens. It's going to be sweet. This is why I just, you know, I turn to scientists when I'm unsure about something because they are smarter than me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they read like leather bound books. They have like studies. If only we could convince the rest of America to trust a large body of scientists who believe in climate change. Free country, man. People got to people gotta Maybe fly. it's a little too free. I don't well, know. What? It is not too free. I just bought a drone, and it's unbelievable how much they do not want me to fly it without yeah. paying. Going to jail? You can go to jail for, for six flying months. flying a drone? For flying a drone. Oh, yeah. my God, baby. I'm not I'm saying like, America's whoa. too free. I'm just, I think maybe Americans could do some better schooling. <laughs> like our education system could maybe be okay, tightened this up. This is not a political podcast. Oh, okay. Podcast. Sorry. Okay. Back Pump to Jeff Goldblum. I love Jeff Goldblum. He's super hot. He's tall. He, he's good looking. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. I uh, dig his show on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really dope. The world according to Jeff Goldblum. So, but according to the, it's like the, what we're supposed to be talking about. Oh, my God. The fly, I'm guessing he, you know, gets mutated, turns to a fly, and I'm guessing he dies. 
Yeah, that's, that's the question. So one of two things is going to happen. What are the options? Of, Actually, you know, three things could outcomes. happen. Three things. One, he engineers a cure and becomes Jeff Goldblum again. Or two, he turns a lady into a fly and they like fly around. Okay, that's option four. That's the Shrek option. It's like they both become Flying owners. around banging. That'd be fun. Okay. So option two would be he dies, right? <laughs> option three. That's what I think happens. Option like three, he remains a fly and becomes the hero of the night known as the fly. It's exactly right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. those are the four options. Which one do you think it's gonna be? I'm gonna say the the flying and banging. He turns a girl into a fly, and they fly around and bang. I'm gonna say he engineers a cure. Okay, well we'll see. All right, let's find out. Cheers. Cheers. Jay Goldblum. Jay Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. We're gonna watch a movie. It's rated R for adult content and brief nudity. Brief nudity. I hope it's Jeff Goldblum. Oh, the old 20th Century Fox logo. What? Oh my god. Brooks Films presents. Oh my goodness. I'm scared. Oh. David Cronenberg. It's a film. I have no idea this was a film. You know this is a remake of a 1950s classic? Of course I knew that. You're lying. Oh, the Fly! Oh, Ooh. Ooh, I like that blue. Jeff Goldblum! He's in this movie. He's so fine. Some might say he's so fly. Jesus. Gina <laughs> Davis. She's an actor. <laughs> so is Sean Getz. Cheers, love. Alright, I'm ready. Ooh, this music. It's Howard Shore, baby. Howard Shore. Didn't he do Lord of the Rings? Totally. Alright, I like the music. Alright, we are back. After several weeks. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought we were real. just going to pretend. It oh, was no. like right after. I'm not about pretending. so here's what happened my friends we watched the fly it was uh, an experience i'll never forget then we started to record it we got like what 30 minutes into this recapping and then we lost the file we lost everything it died it died (laughs) it exploded (laughs) and then into a black hole we got pieces and decided we were done and then it turned out life happened and we were done for a lot of things but now we're back we're gonna we're gonna try it again we're doing it again we're getting the band back together. Yeah, me and Trevor. Uh, unfortunately, I have notes that probably don't make much sense to me, so this is really going to be an adventure that we go on together as we try and remember. I still plot. remember it. You this do? movie was fucked. <laughs> yeah. It was messed up. It was messed up, but I was just kind of rereading my notes, and I'm like, what was I talking about? <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, Maybe we should have rewatched it. I can't watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you, but no, um, I, I don't want to watch that ever again. <laughs> Once was enough. It kind of, it kind of has changed the way I see Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some things happened. He's so beautiful, and they didn't capitalize on that at all. And this, <laughs> they like made him as unattractive as possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with a lot of makeup. His ear fell off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Spoiler. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, if you don't know by now, major spoiler alert about to happen as we spoil the entire movie, The Fly. Should I just get into it? Yeah, I'm excited to relive this. <laughs> Are you doing okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let me let me get a nice good sip of my LaCroix. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, here's my notes. The Fly. I wrote classic 80s credits with strange multicolored background. And then it fades into uh, what I'm assuming is like an opening of an art gallery thing. Jeff Goldblum is there. Yeah. <laughs> he's got amazing hair, that I remember. Uh, he's working on something that will change the world and human life as we know it. He's telling this to um, this chick who is a journalist. She's looking to interview someone for yeah, a story. This is Gina Davis. Yeah. And he has extremely large bug eyes while he's talking to her. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like, it will change the world. And he's kind of striking out with her. Uh, but he eventually convinces her to come back to his lab. He'll make her a cappuccino. 
and he says, you know, and you can have an interview with me. So then she drives him. Uh, the movie mentions that he has like motion sickness. Was that relevant later? I don't. I don't see how. But I mean, later, you know. I guess there's a lot of motion later, but <laughs> it, I don't know. So, how about his creepy warehouse apartment? And she's like. No worries, this is fine, I'll go Oh, it gets even weirder, though. That's the one thing about this movie. So many red flags for women, and she just does not She's make like, it's good. good decisions. This is a completely safe situation. Right, she doesn't know him. <laughs> I will say good, she's the one driving, but he. she gets there, and it's clearly like a, uh, a warehouse district. No one's around. Super spooky. It's dark. It's dark. Um, <laughs> she's unimpressed with the exterior, but I feel like she should maybe be more like, uh, I'm in danger, not just like <laughs> unimpressed. But they go inside, and it's actually pretty cool. There's there's a piano. Um, Jeff Goldblum plays it really well because, as we all know, he's actually a jazz pianist, right? That's very true. That's very true. Uh, but then he says this like she like comes in and she sees like all his sciency stuff, and he says this really creepy thing where he's like, "I can't let you leave alive." Really? <laughs> <laughs> Well, didn't he say if I told you I'd have to kill you? No, or he literally said you can't leave alive. Yeah, that's what he's. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's like, Gina Davis, what? Get the hell out of there! <laughs> you don't know this guy. You don't say things like that to anyone, but especially to women that you don't freaking know. They have no rapport. And Jeff Goldblum, an hour after meeting her, is basically saying, "I'm gonna have to kill you." It's normal. It's not normal. <laughs> Not even, not even Jeff Goldblum can say that, okay? So he, but so whatever, she's like, apparently this is the 80s and that's how we treat women. I don't know. We mildly threaten them. And, and she's cool with it. So he then like shows her the prototype of this thing he's working on. Um, they're telepods. He's, he shows her what they can do. So he goes and he asks her uh, for something personal. And I guess she's flirting now because the death threat worked on her. So she <laughs> gives him one of her stockings. And he's super into it. He's Doesn't like, he smell it? Yes, he smells <laughs> it. And then he's, he says, it's nice. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so he puts it in one of the telepods. There's two pods, right? And what are they? They look like... Um, I, it's hard to describe. Like maybe a Blade Runner phone booth yeah, or something? Yeah, they kind of reminded me a little bit of like... Um, I don't know anything about Doctor Who, but it reminds me of like the, um, I think they're called Daleks, Daleks. Oh, if my friend Amber is listening to this, she's going to be so pissed off that I don't know. Um, But yeah, if you're a Doctor Who fan, it's like the things that say exterminate. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, there's two of them and they're all black and there's all these large cables connected to a center control point Mm -hmm. that he, with this computer that he, does he talk to it? Or Um, he was typing It is weird because he types, but he also like... Will give it voice commands and right, it does yeah. it, which for a really old, I mean, that's like DOS level DOS. computer. Yeah, um, pretty advanced for DOS, I guess, voice commands. Anyway, uh, so she gives him the stocking and he puts it in one of the pods, uh, powers it up, and the teleportation is successful. Her stocking, you know, materializes in the other pod. At first, she thinks it's a hologram, which honestly would be equally as impressive given the time, but. Uh, it's not she picks it up um, he tells her it's real and then she's like oh shit this is legit so she secretly turns on a voice recorder in her pocket as he starts explaining everything um she's kind of like you know where where are you getting the money who's funding this uh he says that he outsources a lot of the stuff so people aren't like not any one person is all aware of what he's doing and the company just kind of leaves him alone because ultimately it's not very expensive so she then like stops and changes the tape in her recorder and he so conspicuous she's just she's dumb <laughs> i want to like her but this whole time I'm like i'm embarrassed to be a woman there's more <laughs> stuff to down the road so terrible like really Good so stuff. conspicuously changes this tape and he's like whoa, 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 whoa i thought this was personal i thought we were just having like a a, a connection you can't write about this and they argue about it um and she she basically is like screw you i'm gonna write the story um keep my stocking for good luck and then she leaves <laughs> he didn't kill her no he didn't kill her. <laughs> didn't kill her um so the next day it cuts to this um What's her name? Gina Davis. What's her character? What's her name? Is Collar. She is Gina Davis, right? Oh yeah, the actress is Gina Davis. Yeah. Okay, 
So Gina Davis is um, playing the recording for her um, journalist boss. He thinks it's a joke and that she's getting conned. Um, and during this meeting, this boss dude gets a call. It's Jeff Goldblum. Um, the boss lets them use his office to chat, which is so strange. And also really creepy that Jeff Goldblum like found out where she worked, turned up at her place of employment. He was freaked out. I mean, this is like obviously huge. <laughs> and he doesn't want it getting out yet. That's fair. I guess it's. I guess I get it. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, oh, okay. Do they Gina really Davis. explain how he followed, how he found her too? No. Yeah. How, yeah. How the hell did he know? know? Whatever. So her name is Veronica. I remember this now. And instead of being like mad, he's like, "Hey, let's go get cheeseburgers, right?" Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so even though she's about to blow this entire world-changing well, story open, her like editor guy was like there's no story here though before jeff came in the room right yeah and this editor is a real piece of work all the men this movie makes women look bad it makes men look bad no one looks good (laughs) in this movie (laughs) but yeah they go out for cheeseburgers and they're they're chatting over cheeseburgers and he tells her um he can only transport inanimate objects when he transports living things doesn't go so well. He doesn't really go into details, but he alludes that it's it's a bad scene when he tries to teleport living things. Um, she wants to be the one to break the story. And he says, give me time. Um, you can release it when I ask. And you can write a freaking book if you want. His stipulation is when he can transport himself, she can break the story. So Veronica goes home. She lets herself into her, her apartment and there's someone in there taking a shower. And it's her freaking <laughs> boss. <laughs> <laughs> in her, it's, it, let's clarify, in her apartment, right? You said that. Yes, yeah. in her apartment, in her shower, he has let himself in and is taking a shower. Uh, apparently they've got a past they used to date or something. He is a total freaking douche. He tells her, I know you didn't change the lock because unconsciously you want me to come back and move in again. (laughs) (laughs) Gina Davis, girl, run! (laughs) You have, she attracts some creepy ass men. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So then they start chatting about Jeff Goldblum. Um, and about how he's actually really smart. And she tells her boss, you know, you need to leave. Give me the key. And he says, no, I'm going to keep it for old time's sake. Oh, he's so freaking gross. I hate yeah, he would not give her the key wouldn't back. Wouldn't give her the key to her apartment back. It's so oh, gross. I need this. <laughs> he took a shower. What a violation. Um, so now we're, we're back at, at Jeff Goldblum's lab. Veronica is watching him work. Uh, something in this movie was the 80s computer sounds were so loud and grating. And just piercing. Like, oh my god. I can I can never <laughs> even redo it. It was like, why is the typing making that noise? It was so, any kind of like computing that the system was doing. They like doing, really wanted you to know that computing was happening. Like there's, that computers is are was. doing things like. <laughs> they're like sounds this like guy. a cat being strangled. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum has a lot of computers. He's really smart. And this is how you know, because it's so loud and annoying in his lab. Um, So he's trying to transport a monkey. Where did he get this monkey? We don't know. We don't know. (laughs) It's not a monkey. It's like a legit bamboo. Bamboo? Is that what you said? No, no. Baboon. Baboon. Yeah, yeah. Like legit baboon. Yeah, it's a serious monkey. You don't just go to the pet store and get one. You can't just grab one of those? No. So Veronica is video recording. Uh, he tries to transport this monkey. Um, it the monkey does not survive. There's this like, <laughs> there's this really dramatic scene where they're like looking into the pod that this monkey should have been transported into, and this bloody handprint is on the window. And they open up the pod, and it's the monkey, and the monkey's been turned inside out. Yeah, like legit. It's inside out horrific it was like the worst thing i've ever seen and it's also your first taste into um how excellent the special effects makeup is in this movie that is one thing it everything looked it's almost like good. the thing like it's it was john right carpenter's it was uh, a lot like that it's right up there with the thing for sure uh so they there's a really dramatic like camera zoom in on jeff and veronica is trying to get him to chat about um, what happened? You know, why didn't it work? And he, oh, he's so dramatic. Oh, it's such he's a dramatic. Like hands job. against the wall or something, and he's just like. He's oh just a, a man down on his luck. Nothing's, just killed his baboon. He just killed his baboon friend. Um, he doesn't know why it doesn't work. He's like, 
He says, <laughs> this, is so, this movie is so weird. He says, I don't know enough about the flesh myself. I must learn. The flesh. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're, it's like time, time has passed. They're chilling in his apartment. Um, and they're both on his really uncomfortable looking pullout couch. And she's like, you know, do you ever change your clothes? And he's like, yeah, I just have the exact same outfit. And that he learned it from Einstein. Like, okay. <laughs> so Veronica, for some reason, has brought over steaks. And she offers to make him one. She's like coming on to him. She kisses him. Uh, then they do the deed on this really gross pull-out couch. Why does he sleep on a pull-out couch? He's got this huge industrial apartment. Because he doesn't have time to think about clothes or furniture. It's, or to get a bed. Yeah, because he's too busy doing science. Also, I wrote this really <laughs> dumb joke that I'm now just remembering I wrote. I said they do the deed on this pull-out couch. And then I wrote, but did he pull out? <laughs> Wow, that's really good. They should have put that in the movie. Man, I was I was peak comedy right there several weeks ago when I wrote that. <laughs> so after they, after they do the deed, um, he realizes he's like something on his back is hurting, and it, it's like some random microchip has been stuck to his back. And he's like, "Oh, I wondered where this had been." And and then she says, "This, this movie is so freaking weird." She says, "I just want to eat you up." The flesh makes you crazy. And he asks her if she wants to try an experiment. So this... That, uh, part, <laughs> <laughs> that part made me so uncomfortable. I think I remember looking at you when we watched it, and I was like, I don't, I'm not comfortable. I don't want to watch this movie. Very anymore. weird pillow talk. Yeah. It just... And it was... It wasn't right. It was... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't, like, normal. Nothing about this movie was normal. I, so her saying something about wanting to eat him up and how the flesh makes you crazy sparked an idea like a light bulb he's like yeah oh get off me lady. Yeah, he's like, like quick we have to go do an experiment so i'm not interested in you anymore <laughs> they they cut up the steaks that she's brought and he puts um he puts one of the steaks into the pods to transport it and then he cooks both of them, the one that hasn't been transported and then one that has. And he makes Veronica do like a taste test between the transported steak and the non-transported steak. She eats the teleported steak and she says, it tastes funny, it tastes synthetic. Um, and this, Jeff Goldblum says, has proved to them that the computer is only giving its interpretation of the steak. So he has to teach the computer to be, and I quote, crazy about the flesh, which, doesn't make any that doesn't sense. Make any so, that's sense. not the science. That's I not... mean, that's <laughs> is that the scientific method? I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense, but no, he could be a good poet, but that's not science at all. No, but I guess some might say that poetry and science go hand in hand. I don't know. I don't know. This movie. It, it doesn't make sense. How do you tell sense. a computer to be crazy about human flesh? I. What does he? I don't even understand what he freaking means. Like, what do you? <laughs> whatever. Nobody does. Whatever. She, oh, it's about to get so creepy again. She leaves Jeff Goldblum's apartment, but the freaking, her boss editor was outside, like, watching her like a creep. Like, he doesn't, he just, like, is Yeah, in the industrial her. area, just, like, watching yes. her. Yes! Uh, so then she's, himself. it cuts to her shopping, and she, her editor is there, <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing here? And he straight up just says, oh, I followed you. Well, he doesn't just say it nonchalantly. He's, like, really, he's like, I followed you. <laughs> yeah, with really... With, with, Intense eyes and yes. like I followed you, <laughs> and you're just like watching it. Like, what the fuck is this? I mean, like, people, I, what? They do say that confidence is attractive, but this is a little that too much. That would never fly. Like, you could not put that in a movie nowadays. It people would be like freaking weird. People would be creeped up. He he tells her like, I know you stayed with Goldblum all night, and she's like, Look, I'm finally on to something big. You know the story. And, and then he goes, what, his cock? Yeah, he did say that, too. This guy's got some zingers. He, oh, he's what, not his cock? <laughs> it's like, dang, That was dude. such a shocking scene. We mean, you were just like, whoa, like, whoa, whoa. He, in the middle of a freaking department store, admits... It was such a huge scene. Admits to openly stalking her, <laughs> makes a dick joke. Like, <laughs> he's not being quiet. Everyone no. can hear them. Um... He like he mocks her and he calls her a goddess. He kneels down in the middle of the store, 
And she's she's all like, I will stay the night wherever I want. Jaina Davis, <laughs> girl, you need to file a restraining order. I need order, yeah. <laughs> call the police. Call the police. <laughs> like, this is the time to call the police. Oh, my God. So, so that it... <laughs> It cuts back to the lab, and they've got another bamboo that they're transporting. But it, this time, it freaking works. It's a success. I'm sorry, but <laughs> not only did he have one bamboo, but he just has another one. Yeah, like, right. Are they just delivering bamboos to him, like the I, company? Or I don't know, like what the passage of time bamboos. is. Bamboos. <laughs> <laughs> he just has all these bamboo stalks. <laughs> I mean, that's another question. Could he have transported a plant? That's living. Probably should have started with that. Probably. <laughs> Instead of killing the monkey. Yeah, seriously, that monkey or didn't. the baboon. <laughs> so, it, you know, whatever. It works this time. And, and Jeff's like, it's, I think it's time for champagne. And I agree. It's always time for champagne. Uh, they celebrate. They're getting real, like, serious. She wants to take a holiday with him. They kiss. They're having a romance. Um, she finds, like, he, like, goes into the kitchen or something, and she finds an envelope that her freaking creepy-ass editor has slipped under Jeff Goldblum's door, and it's a copy of a cover that he's put together breaking the science story that she's been working on, and she's pissed. Um, she doesn't show it to Jeff. She doesn't want to upset him. She just says, I gotta go and deal with something once and for all. Um, she goes to see the editor. First of all, it's, like, the middle of the freaking night, and she goes to visit this guy, this editor, who is knowingly a creep, who's admitted to stalking, stalking her. her yeah. <laughs> I do not understand why she doesn't feel... I'm stalking you. Alone. <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm just following you. He knelt down in the middle of the store. He was causing a scene. I can't get over it. I can't get over it. She goes to see him, and he tells her, you know, this story is his now. And... She's like, what the hell? And he's, he goes, you know, just keep me informed as a friend, as a professional confidant. Um, he doesn't want her to disappear from his life. Uh, but he's a fucking con man. And he asks her for, <laughs> so he asks her, he's so bold. He goes, can we have like a friends with benefits situation? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you're disgusting as always. I, I it's just. It's a guy who follows his heart. He knows what he wants. He, he gets does. out there, he puts himself out there, you know? He really does know what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say that about him. Um, it cuts back to Jeff Goldblum, who's feeling pretty insecure, uh, because he's pretty sure Veronica's just left to go to her ex, the editor, um, and he's talking to the monkey about it. Uh, he's, he's also drinking, drunk. Yeah, he's drunk all the champagne. Yeah, there is a fly. Isn't, isn't it strange that he just went there so fast? Like she what like to jealousy and drunkenness. Like she had just left. To, she all she said, "I'm gonna go take care of something." And he's like, "Oh, you're seeing your you know, like hanging out with this monkey and like crying." And it's like, bro. He really was like treating the monkey as if the monkey was a therapist. Yeah, for sure. I just don't was know. Kind of fast to go there. I but. mean, it would have been enough time. And also, he was just riding this high of success, and he wanted to celebrate. And she really just bailed on him. So he probably right. felt a little rejected. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to just defend Jeff Goldblum because he's about to go on a real dark path here. <laughs> like I said, no one is really a great person in this. I, I would say Veronica's maybe, she's not a bad person, but it's like she really didn't do herself any favors, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're all strange. Yeah, none of them are. They're all written kind of weird. Uh, whatever the case is, there's a fly buzzing around. Um and Jeff decides he's going to transport himself because drunk science is the best science. That's right. Uh, the fly buzzes into the other teleporter pod, and then Jeff gets naked in the pod and transports. The fly gets in the same pod yeah. with him. Yes. Right. So they're both in the same pod. He transports himself, and it works. He's in the other pod now. He steps out. He's glorious. There's this really awesome shot of him. Um, and then he cuddles the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So later, Veronica is walking back to the lab. She finds Jeff Goldblum passed out on the pullout sofa. She kisses him awake, and he tells her that he transported himself last night because he was drunk. Um, he asks her, are you sleeping with your ex? And says, you know, I got jealous. And she says, you know, yeah, my ex is probably still in love with me. Uh, 
But he, he tells her, you know, don't worry. He's he's appeased now. He's like, okay, she's not sleeping with her ex. He's like, I taped my teleportation for you. They make out. Uh, and then the cam- camera kind of zooms in on these, like, weird three scratches on Jeff's back. Uh, then they're sleeping. He wakes up to catch a fly in midair from sleep. I wrote, it's going to get really weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a really weird scene. Okay, so yeah. Veronica wakes up alone. She looks for Jeff, and she finds him standing in the middle of his lab shirtless. He's, like, really strong and flexible all of a sudden. He just starts doing, like... Gymnastics. Yeah, handstand push-ups. doing gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. He's doing gymnastics from, like, the overhead industrial, like, ceiling bar. <clears throat> and he's doing, like, flips on the bar and running with his feet on the ceiling to keep the flip going. He's literally swinging all over his lab. <laughs> and Veronica's just standing there like, what the fuck? <laughs> He sees her. And she her. still doesn't leave. No, yeah, he sees like, her. Uh... He stops. He walks over to her. She sort of like smiles and touches his collarbone and then the scene ends. Yeah. What the fuck? Why doesn't Veronica have any self-preservation? <laughs> I would be like, um, it's the middle of the night. <laughs> Why are you doing gymnastics? Why don't you come back to bed? <laughs> uh, <laughs> weird. So, like, it cuts to the next day. They're like shopping in a food market. He buys her this necklace. He puts it on her. It's a heart. Um, and then they're drinking a cappuccino. Um, he's trying to explain to her why and how he feels improved after this teleportation. Um, he's putting just like a shit ton of sugar in his coffee. Yeah. <laughs> she notices and he's like getting frantic. He's like going on and on and trying to explain it and just like pouring sugar into his cappuccino. <laughs> so much sugar. Uh, then it cuts back to the lab. They're getting it on again, and apparently they have been getting it on for a while. She's like, yo, I'm done. And he's like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and she feels um, the pokey things on his back, like those three cuts, or, yeah, like scratches. So she starts looking for some scissors while he's getting some ice cream. Major sweet tooth, obviously. Um, she starts to cut some of the hairs off, and he starts freaking out. All of a sudden, he's like, you need to transport to. We need to teleport you. We're going to be a power couple. We're going to be, um, you know, this dynamic duo. And she's like, absolutely not, because she's starting to get freaked out by him. And he says that she's a fucking drag. <laughs> um, and that she's yeah. too chicken shit. What, what an like asshole. Drag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously his character's changed somewhat since he teleported. He has to put himself in Veronica's shoes. Imagine, Trevor, imagine you wake up and I'm not in bed and you come downstairs and I'm like flipping around the living room. I would just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, well, it was a good run. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I thought our vows said for better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> you turn into a fly, I don't know. Start eating people. <laughs> that was not in the um the prenup. <laughs> uh, so he's talk. He starts talking about society's fear of the flesh, um, the penetration beyond the veil of the flesh. I don't know. He storms off. Epic music kicks in. He's eating another candy bar. <laughs> he goes to a bar. Um, he is shirtless. He's wearing a jacket. He orders a scotch. He starts hitting on some random girl. This other guy steps up. Jeff is like, I can beat, I can beat you up. I can beat this other guy up. Jeff's looking rough. Uh, they arm wrestle. Oh, God. And the bar bro loses horribly. And Jeff isn't even trying. But he loses so bad, he literally breaks this other, this other guy's arm. Like, the bone is like sticking Like, in the out. middle of the femur. And, like, the bone sticks out. And the guy starts screaming. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. And apparently it worked. Because the girl's like, dang. And goes home with him. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Cool, he just broke that guy's arm. How come no one in this movie <laughs> takes anything seriously? <laughs> She's pretty chill about it. Um, they go back to his place. Uh, they go to a few... Well, okay, so they actually they go to a few more bars first, and then they taxi back to the lab. And he's getting super freaking creepy now. He's hurrying her up the stairs. Uh, she's not walking fast enough, so he picks her up, and he's, like, running up the stairs super fast. Um he 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 transports himself for her to show her that his process is safe but he's like crazy frantic um they have they have a bunch of sex right like they're getting on in a chair Uh, in a chair um 
but she doesn't want to go to the pods either. And he says it will make her feel sexy, but she's like, I already feel sexy. Um, she says, no, I'm afraid of these pods. And then Veronica suddenly is there. Um, and she's like, well, you know, what the hell? You were sleeping with this other random chick. You, we just argued the other night. Uh, and he tells her, um, he literally says, be afraid, very afraid. Jeff calls Veronica his mother, and then the other chick what? leaves. That's what I wrote. I don't I know. I don't remember that. This is maybe... That's really weird. <laughs> he, t- <laughs> he told the girl he was with that this is my mother? Yeah. Dang, that's weird. Isn't that terrible? So the other chick leaves. She can tell what's going on here. Um, Veronica... So he asks her, why did you scare this other girl off? And Veronica's like, you are changing, Jeff Goldblum. You look bad. You smell bad. Uh, she says she analyzed the weird hairs growing out of his back and that the lab she went to said the hairs weren't human, that they were actually insect hairs. He freaks out, says, you're jealous. He punches through the wood in his apartment and says <laughs> he's not sick. He kicks her out. She walks away crying. You're jealous. <laughs> He's freaking losing it. Um, Jeff goes to look at himself in the bathroom mirror and is like, hmm, maybe there's something wrong with me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's weird insect hairs on his face now. He can't shave them off. Um, He bites his fingernail off. And then slowly starts like taking all of them off one by one. And they shot like... And there's liquid coming out of them. I'm like, do you need to shoot every one of these fingernails coming off? Like, So freaking... I couldn't watch. I was like, just tell me what happens. All of a sudden, it starts to get real for him. He's like, oh my God, am I dying? Uh, So he goes to his really loud computer. And... (laughs) And the computer tells him there was a fly in the pod with him when he initially transported. Uh, Probably should have had that like feature yeah, in the beginning. Maybe his computer should have been like, yo, there's two biological life forms in the pod. <laughs> um, the computer makes some really loud sounds and then it's like, you have literally fused with the fly. Uh, it cuts to Veronica at home now. She's smoking. Um, there's more horrible technology sounds. Uh, oh shit, I went too far ahead. Hang on. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what I wrote here. It cuts to Veronica at home. She's smoking. I wrote more horrible technology sounds. And then Jeff Goldblum calls her. Apparently, it's been four weeks since they've seen each other. He tells her, you know, he's gotten worse. And he asks her to come see him at the lab. So she, against all common sense or self preservation, goes to the lab. <laughs> <laughs> The lab is pretty messed up. He walks out with like two canes. He's like, I'm diseased and it's been accelerating and he is freaking messed up. He's like, I have fused with a fly. The teleporter is a gene splicer. I'm gonna disintegrate, I'm dying. Uh, he doesn't want to see a doctor. Uh, he Then he, <laughs> Jesus Christ, do you remember this? He picks up a donut throws up on it <laughs> and then his ear falls off <laughs> and he's like oh that's disgusting yeah he says it's disgusting and she's like what the fuck and he's like i'm scared and she hugs him oh yeah it's the, it's just like the worst scene i've ever seen in my life she's a better person than me I, mean, I don't know if i can hug someone who just like puked on a donut and ear fell off <laughs> i would be like you need to get into quarantine right now because like what if it's contagious she doesn't know yeah, he, yeah. He asks her to help him. So her, apparently, in her head, she's like, helping him means she has to go talk to her crazy weirdo ex. And he is like, uh, you need to leave Jeff Goldblum alone. Stay away from him. Which is the only smart thing that is said in this movie. <clears throat> but she's like, no, I have to go back to him. And he's like, God, this is so weird. He goes... Do I have, and I put this in quotes, this is the actual (laughs) He goes, he says, do I have permission to claim your body when this is all over? What the hell? It's a legitimate question. No, it's not. And also, what a weird thing to claim your body. What does that mean? I don't know what that, like, does he just want to get it on? Or does he, what does he mean, claim your body? I don't know. That sounds like ownership. And also, why would you... Her ex-boyfriend, her other ex-boyfriend, is, like, becoming a freaking fly. And you're just like, yeah, whatever. Can I claim your body when this is done? 
Yeah, I think even in the early 80s, people must have thought that was strange. You think he'd be like, let's call the hospital. Let's have him involuntarily admitted. I don't I don't know what anyone's that logic was. That come up, like going to the hospital? He like goes to the hospital. No, he doesn't. She goes, okay. Get yeah, but like no one brought up that notion, like maybe she should go to the hospital. Well, she did say you need to see a doctor. And he was like, no, no doctors. Which is like, Jeff, what? why? <laughs> why not? I don't know what they could do. Well, surely something, like anything. At least, like, give him, you know, a better quality of life. I don't know. Well, whatever. He asks her to take him to Jeff Goldblum. So Veronica goes to the lab. Jeff Goldblum is now climbing on the ceiling. Uh, he shows her something on his stomach. He doesn't know what it is. And then he's climbing all over the wall. He hops down and over to her. He tells her he knows what the disease wants. He's become, he's becoming something new. He's becoming Brundlefly, which I think that's his last name in the movie. Yeah, yeah Brundlefly. He's looking a little creepy. Um, and he's also, like happier now. Like he, he's happy with it now. Yeah, he's like made it's peace super, with it. Ugh. And also, there's like this lab slash apartment is trash. There is freaking sugary junk food all over the slab, and I have a question. How is he getting all of this sugary food into his apartment? Well, yeah, I don't know. There's no shipped. There's no Uber Eats. This is the 80s. How's he doing it? Small plot hole. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. He makes... Just, okay. (laughs) He makes her record him, and he explains to the camera how he eats, which is to basically puke on it, to dissolve it, and then he slurps it Just like a fly eats, which is disgusting horrible veronica takes this footage and she shows it to her creepy editor x um oh my god so jesus i don't even know this is so all over the place veronica is crying um he asks her what's wrong like what do you mean what's wrong dude she says (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'm losing my turn of thought but this movie is like the timeline is all over the place she says i'm pregnant and she realizes that they had sex after he spliced himself with the fly. Oh, yeah. Fly baby. <laughs> fly baby, for sure. So her creepy editor ex dude takes her to the hospital to have an abortion. Um, <laughs> so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really strange abortion. <laughs> it's very graphic. The doctor is like, hold on a minute. There's a lot in here. <laughs> That was a dream. Well, I'm about to say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're getting ahead of yourself. The doc tells her to push it out, and a freaking larva maggot comes out of her. But yeah, then like a huge one. Like huge, four foot long. huge maggot comes out of her. But it was just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> so then it cuts again to Jeff, who's working on the Brundlefly Project. That's what he's called. It. He wants to reduce the amount of the fly gene inside of him. So his thought is that he's going to splice himself with another human. Um, he's trying to give voice commands to the computer, but his voice is too strange for the computer to recognize now. His teeth are falling out. Um, he places them in the medicine cabinet along with other things that have fallen off of him, including his penis. <laughs> <laughs> did you not remember that? <laughs> no, I did. I was trying to forget it. Um, Veronica shows back up. He tells her, my teeth have fallen out. She tells him she wanted to see him before, but he told her to leave and to never come back. Wait, see, this is a problem. Maybe I should have watched the movie more recently. Uh, she, so she tells him that, what, I don't understand. <sighs> he, he's like threatening her. He's like, you need to leave and never come back. And he tells her about insect politics. Says they're very brutal. No compassion. No compromise. Um, he's basically saying, I'm an insect who dreamed he was a man and he loved it. But that dream is over and the insect is awake now. And that he will hurt her if she stays. And then we have really dramatic music. She leaves. He cries. Um, does she? Did she tell him that... I don't know how he finds out. Yeah, I think maybe she did tell him in that scene that she was pregnant. Maybe not. He finds out she's pregnant. I he does that. find out. Uh, the editor dude is waiting for her outside, and she's like, I want an abortion right now. And he's like, I can't arrange it right now. Oh, that's right, because then Jeff Goldblum's on the roof, and he overhears them talking about 
how she wants an abortion. Okay. Yeah, he's like watching her to leave creepily. Creepily. That's All these it. creepy men in her life. Well, yeah. Gotta have at least one. <laughs> at least one. It's not it's not a party without some toxic masculinity. Uh, so they're at the party. They're at the party now. They're at the toxic masculinity party. They're at the hospital now. Um, they're talking to a doctor who's like, why do you need an abortion in the middle of the night? <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're like, this child is probably deformed. Somehow they managed to convince this doctor. I have absolutely no idea how. Like, it's not like either one of them are made of it's money. A big deal. I guess. But he's like, yeah, I guess I'll do an abortion right now. Uh, so she's in an exam room. They have both given her some privacy to put on her gown. When boom, Jeff Goldblum the fly, the fly busts in through a glass brick wall right into her exam room. How did he know that was the room she was in? I don't know. He but. probably followed them flying. <laughs> Yeah, so, how did he get there? I have no freaking idea. But he freaking takes her. He like grabs her. The editor runs in and is like, oh my God, what the fuck? Uh, and Jeff says the baby might be all that's left of the real him. And he wants her to give birth to it. And she's like, I can't. And he's like, too bad. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So the editor goes to Jeff Goldblum's lab. You know, he's like trying to find Veronica. Uh, he sees all the trash, all the sugar junk food. He has a huge freaking gun with him. Yeah, oh yeah. I would. <laughs> right, I suppose so. He loads it. Why hasn't anyone called the police? She's been kidnapped by a fly. No, this editor guy's got it. He'll handle it. I don't get it. Um, he sees that Jeff has modified the pods. So that there's like three teleporter pods now. One for each subject and one for the final product. Because, uh, you know, he wants to splice himself with another human being. Uh, Jeff falls from the ceiling onto him, then pukes on him with acid puke, and the editor's hand dissolves. Then Jeff pukes on his leg. <laughs> yeah, and there is extremely long... Like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen, I think. Because it's like this... It's not really Jeff Goldblum's head. It's like this fake thing they made we're up we're not even there ma- yet no that's what that's, oh are we really there yeah when it on his leg it shows his his head like puke onto his leg oh you're right and that hand it showed him doing on the hand too and it's this long shot of this nasty like fly puke on this guy's hand and his hand slowly like dissolving <sighs> off and you're just like jesus like is this necessary <laughs> And you see Jeff Goldblum's mouth like open like super wide. Yes, because he's going to eat the leg. Cause he's, yeah, because he's going to eat him. What the it, fuck? It's so messed up. And like as the leg's dissolving, you see him kind of lick his lips and shit. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I never want to watch this movie again. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> never. <laughs> I remember we were sitting there watching this and I was like, not what I thought. Not what I thought this was going to be. No, no. I'm sick. Like I felt physically ill watching okay. it. Um. So he's like getting ready to eat this guy's leg. And all of a sudden we see Veronica. She's like hanging out in the ceiling rafters. And she's like, no, don't, please. So Jeff crawls back up there. And he's like, he's like, help me. (laughs) (laughs) He tells her to get into one of the pods so that all of them and the baby can be fused together. And they will be the ultimate family. (laughs) More human than Jeff is alone. She's like, no, and she rips off his jaw. His skin starts falling off to reveal the fly. Like, he's much more fly-like underneath. His face literally falls off. I wrote in all caps, he's a fucking fly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so then what's left of the normal human face falls off around this fly. Like, Mm. it's it's a huge fly. It's really messed up. It's so freaking messed up. Um... While this, while this horrible body horror is happening, the editor, who, you know what, I'll give this dude props. This is his redemption arc. He has had a leg freaking dissolved. He's had a hand dissolved. He still manages to pull himself together and grab the massive gun that he's brought with him. Um, Fly Jeff walks over to the other pod after throwing Veronica into one of the pods. He gets in. He's absolutely a man-sized fly now. The editor shoots some of the equipment so it fails. Mm -hmm. Um, Fly Jeff is pissed. He breaks out of the pod, but it's still set to activate. um, And he's not fully out of it before he turns on, before it turns on. And then I wrote, I guess the sexist, creepy editor is the hero of the film. (laughs) Um, The computer... (laughs) 
He, he, he kind of is, actually, he which is did so crazy. Save Veronica. The stalker saves the day. <laughs> so, I guess what this movie is saying is that, you know, there's redemption for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> the computer is freaking out. Um, the third pod opens, the fly falls out. Veronica, who has escaped earlier before the machines have turned on, stands up, grabs the gun. Uh, the fly is like crawling over to her because his lower half is in the other pod or whatever. Well, I guess like right? the pod has been fused to him, so there's like machinery that's been fused oh, to him, and he's oh. like crawling over. That's right. And he that was crazy. I can't stress this enough. He looks like a fly. Like there's nothing humanoid about him at all anymore. And he kind of crawls over. And he oh. like grabs the gun in her right, hand. Right, because she's just crying. She's she like, doesn't want to shoot She let the him. gun just drop because she's like, look what happened to this guy. Yeah, he. Oh, it's bad. But he like grabs the gun and and makes her point it at his head. She shoots him, cries. The movie ends. And she like <laughs> she shoots him and literally blows him apart. Blows him blows apart. Blows him completely it's a apart. Huge gun. And then it's like. All right. Yeah, it's like black. Right yeah, it wasn't even all right. It's just her crying, and then the movie ends. Yeah. And that's it's uh, just credits, ladies and, and gentlemen. That's that's the fly. And you're and you're just sitting there like in the fetal position, <laughs> just like. <laughs> I remember in our bedroom, I'm like, how do I live on after this? It's so messed up. <laughs> Who did this movie? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Who directed this? Well, if you're ready, I do have some. IMDb trivia. Yeah, let's get right into it, man. This, just to end it like that. Like, this guy's got... Not a fun movie. He's going to need two prosthetics. It's not a... Oh yeah, seriously. Even, like... Oh, I, okay. We'll have final thoughts. All right. It's okay. Here's the... Here's some IMDb trivia. Here's the whole thing. It's a fly. was a drama, horror, sci-fi movie that came out in 1986... Rated R was an hour and 36 minutes long. Rated R, you don't say. <laughs> the tagline, I swear to God, was, help me, please help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so accurate. Um, all right, here's some interesting trivia for you. Uh, Jeff Goldblum was often wearing as much as five pounds of prosthetic makeup during his fly transformation. Yeah, I believe that. Um, several sequences were cut from this final release, um, including a sequence where uh, Jeff Goldblum sends a cat and the surviving baboon through the telepods, resulting in a mutated creature that he actually beats to death with a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess they cut because it made audiences like not sympathetic to Jeff Goldblum's character because he literally beat But killing the baboon's fine. Well, I guess it was just so graphic because he like beat this fused creature with a pipe until it died. <laughs> it's not great. Um, there was another scene where Jeff Goldblum climbs the outside of his building as an insect limb emerges from his side. And then there's an alternate ending in which Veronica has another dream of her unborn child. But this time it's as a baby with beautiful butterfly wings. Uh, okay. Okay. Here are some people that turned down the role of Seth Brundle, who Jeff Goldblum played. Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mel Gibson. <laughs> I would have seen Mel Gibson in it. I think Mel Gibson could have done it. I think Mel Gibson definitely could have done it. He is crazy. Uh, originally, <laughs> Tim Burton was going to direct this, um, which makes sense, but he didn't. Uh, so Gina Davis wasn't acting when Jeff Goldblum's right ear fell off. Um, like it wasn't supposed to fall off. Like the prosthetic just fell off in the scene, and her reaction was genuine. She was like genuinely shocked, um, and so the director kept it, and that was her genuine Are you reaction. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> and and guys, that's that's all the that's all the trivia I want to digest. <laughs> Yeah. The movie's freaking a lot, man. I this don't know. This movie was a, a doozy. Yeah, freaking A. Um, let's let's get into final thoughts. I you want me to go first? You go first. Yeah, Trevor, what are your final thoughts? Um, I think it's hard. I didn't really like it at all. <laughs> Not even a, <laughs> like for the sake of entertainment. I like watching um Goldblum and I think he was good. Yeah. Especially when he re- 
did talked about um insect politics and how he would like you know like his head would shake and you could and he was doing all these really creepy sounds he was, like, and fighting his insect instinct to kill her yeah to or, or to do all the weird shit that insects would do i don't know so he's always fun to watch but it was just like i don't know the acting it was just comical like that yeah. guy like i followed you and yeah or like can i claim your body like it was kind of comical it was hard to believe in any of that there were so many things you were like i'm watching a movie out of place yeah this is not real you know you watch like i I like to be convinced that something's happening you know there's no way these people would be this is it's it's almost a comedy they're in a situation and they're just rolling with it more than anyone has ever rolled with anything yeah like no way would they not call the police (laughs) there's no freaking way right right yeah so that yeah, I didn't really like it, and I'll also just, I, I like gore when it's, I don't know, like the thing is cool, but they're not like shoving it in your face for like five minutes straight, you know what I mean? It was pretty gratuitous. It was very gratuitous, and just the fingernails, and he's got, <laughs> and he's got his medicine cabinet. Every single one Every of his single fingers. nail, he pulled up all of them, I'm like, the, who's editing this? Like, like we, we know, it. we know what's happening. <laughs> And then he's talking about all the freakish stuff falling off his body and his medicine cabinet. His it's penis. Like, Jesus his penis in the medicine we, cabinet. Like, why? Why did he put his dick in the medicine? Why is he keeping it? it? I don't know. That so there's just a lot of really um, unpleasant trees in this movie. So any positives? I just Goldblum's performance. Okay. <laughs> that's about it. Because <laughs> it was a good performance. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's all I got for a positive. All right, yeah. I think that I think it's really strange that my mom was watching this movie when she went into labor with me. Yeah, I it, <laughs> I don't know why this would be the movie to watch, but kudos to her. Maybe I guess. it was just on the TV in the room. I guess it was, but like, what a weird movie to settle on, where she literally gets pregnant with a fly baby. I couldn't do it. I don't know. The movie was wild. I will say special effects makeup on point. That looked so... It looked too good. I felt sick. Um, Jeff Goldblum's performance, incredible. Um, I didn't understand what I was watching. I was really surprised. I guess I thought I had a pretty good sense of what I was about to watch, and I was really, really wrong. But I, <laughs> I was wildly entertained. Like I will give it that. Was it horrific? Yeah wildly entertained you know it did what it was supposed to it got me interested so those are my final thoughts trevor uh what's your drink of choice and what's your rating my drink of choice is nothing because we're doing sober october (laughs) right now yeah sober october no i'll do i'm gonna give it well i'm drinking Lacroix right now so i'll give it i mean i don't know like 2.5 Lacroix. out of five i didn't like it (laughs) (laughs) 2.5 Okay, uh, I'm I'm gonna give it. My drink of choice is also Lacroix. I cannot believe I'm saying that. Um, I wish it was a great bomb. It's not. It'll be another 28 days before I have the sweet, sweet drink. It is a great bomb. <laughs> great bomb. <laughs> but I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it four Lacroix. Wow. I knew you were That's gonna be disappointed. <laughs> But I don't understand how you can not And there give it. you have it, folks. <laughs> how can you not give it a oh, high rating when it was so entertaining? I'm not saying it had to be good. I, I don't I don't know you if I was necessarily entertained. Yes, you were, because the whole time you were like, oh my God, oh my <laughs> God, you were entertained. That's called being disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Disgust could be a form of entertainment. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, baby, I don't know. Baby, we never have to watch it again, but... What am I watching for the first time next? Uh, are we going to do Ferris? I think it is. It's the 10th episode. All right. We said we were. What's next? We're going to do the classic 80s movie, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris that Bueller's. That you have not seen. <laughs> Save uh, Ferris. You don't even know what that means? Save Ferris? No. Fer- Wait, what? Nothing. No. Save Ferris. Save Ferris? I have no I idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, what we're doing. I'm very excited. All right. So anyone out there, if, if you 
have somehow seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. If you're one of the few people that have seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, <laughs> please, um, and you have strong feelings about it, please email us at uh, tellmeyouveseenthis at gmail.com. Um, you can follow us on all the social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at tellmeyouveseenthis. Um, no apostrophe. No apostrophe, that's correct. Uh, anything else? Any other housekeeping notes? Housekeeping notes? Yeah, I don't know. Is that a thing? Is that a term? Housekeeping notes? Yeah, like, are there any, like, podcast things we gotta talk about? I think we're good. That was it? I think that's it. Rate and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, love. Cheers, baby. Until next time, guys. Good gosh, she's finally seen the movie. It's about time. Great Scott. Now that she's seen the movie, no need to rewind.